FC coach. We find out during COVID-19, how is it that he still keeps his finger on the pulse? And um, how does he motivate his players? That's coming up. Well, Steve Barker is on the line. And when asked in a post-match, where do they see themselves? Let's just hit rewind and go back to what it is he said back then. Not buckling under the pressure, are they or aren't they? As I now welcome Coach Steve Barker to the show. Coach, a warm welcome and thank you so much for your time today. Afternoon, Romy. Thank you uh, very much for having me. And uh, right up front, I want to just congratulate you on the award. Um, thank well you. deserved. Thank um, you. Yeah, really proud of what you're doing and bringing uh, uh, you know the information out to to the the public of of South Africa. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Coach. It's day 24 of the lockdown. How have you managed? Because I know that as coaches, uh, you're on the move constantly, and now it's like running in in one spot. <laughs> yes, Romy, it's pretty much like a match. Uh, you know, you have you have your ups and downs. You have your good moments, and uh, you have some more difficult moments um, that you have to deal with. So uh, you know, some days go better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it does, uh, you know, one has to, you know, look for positives within any situation, I believe. Mm. Um, and there have been some positives, you know, there's time to reflect. Uh, we didn't really have a, a break after being promoted. We, we had to get to work the following yeah. day. And we worked throughout the off-season, uh, the whole pre-season, uh, preparing for, for, for the Premier League. So I haven't had a, a decent break uh, for a while. So I'm using this time to just uh, reflect, uh, refresh and be energized. Mm, mm. But yes, it's, it's not easy when uh, you see what's happening around and uh, the difficulties that we all have to encounter. But uh, yeah, we've just got to keep going. A much-needed break, but not quite the way that we wanted it, right? Um, do you take a look at the season I mean, in your mind's eye, do you look at it as the season that was already? Because really, the future of football hangs in the balance. We really don't know where we're going. 
Yes, I know, Romy. It's important that uh, you know that mindset could come in, but I think uh, you know, I've been, uh, you know, my staff and the players, we we just have to have the mindset that the league can resume. Um, you know, at some stage, and uh, we have to look at it that way. We can't see that it, you know it's a past season. I still think we are in the season until any final decisions are made. So, we have to keep our sort of motivation levels high and our sort of uh, commitment towards uh, seeing out the season strongly mm-hmm. and achieving what we set out to achieve at the beginning of the season. So, uh, yeah, obviously, the longer you know the lockdown goes, the you know the the less likely that um, you know we're not sure what the league will do. But for now, we just got to, you know, act as if it's going to take place and keep preparing the players as if we're going to start training in the near future. Mm -hmm. What is the talk at the moment? I mean, I'm sure that uh, the different bodies and stakeholders in the world of football keep the conversations going. I mean, as much as we might not know as media, but what is the conversation like at the moment with the PSL uh, in terms of the lockdown and where we're going? Or is it no news? We're in a lockdown. Yeah, it's tough for me. Yeah. You know, we we'll also try and uh, get information. The players are anxious, wanting to know what's going to happen. We as staff are anxious. You know, as a club, we 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 want to know what's going on. But it is, it's 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 really, I believe it's uh, you know taking a day by day, week by week, uh, monitoring the situation, and we have to rely on the experts uh, of our country uh, to you know guide us in our decision making. And I do know the PSL are desperate to to want to conclude the season uh, on the field. Um, and the obvious, you know, the last plans were that uh, if we need to play it behind closed doors to finish the league, we will. Um, but that was a number of weeks ago. So, um, you know, I'm not really updated of the current discussions. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I do feel that uh, the first part is to try and play play the season out, uh, see the season out. Um, but as I said, you know, the longer you don't get back to training, the, the longer we we take to get back to normality. Yeah. Um, it does increase the likelihood that uh, it, you know, decisions may have to go in a different direction. Because it isn't um, just about yeah. leaving your homes and going to play tomorrow. If it is that you had to play behind closed doors, I'm just playing devil's advocate because yeah. uh, players match fitness. I mean, as much as they're doing their parts at home, we hope um, it isn't just about running onto the field and hey, we've got a football game. Yes, um, you know, the, the, the PSL doctor has also been speaking to all the sort of biokineticists and physiotherapists of the clubs. They, they also have Zoom meetings and, and, you know, discussing on the best way forward and the best practice. So should we, should we start training? But most definitely, uh, you know, in my opinion, a minimum of four weeks would be required to, to get the players, you know, the fitness levels up and uh, mm-hmm. getting their match prepared because you don't want uh, to force it too early and then you're risking players uh, injury because we would probably have to play two games in a week um, and in a normal off season we have you know sometimes less than five weeks or so now it's a full five weeks without any you know ability to to go run outdoors and that yeah. so it'll take a while before we we get the players back and you know uh, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered do they come and do we test them all do we test them mm. weekly before mm. training you know how does one go about it but yeah, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's, it's for us as coaches and players, I think we just got to do what we can do for the moment. Uh, and that is just uh, keeping our motivation levels high and making sure the players are safe at home, you know, taking care of, of their sort of uh, you know, situation, some you know, a bit more difficult than others. So we keep regular contact to see how they are. Oh, that's great. And how are they doing? I mean, because you yourself said, I haven't had a break and this affords me a break, even though, you know, not welcome under the circumstances. And I think the same could be said to them where they're like, this is a break. I am at home and I too want to just put up my feet and relax today as opposed to doing what the fitness uh, trainer told us to. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, no, Romy, that can that can creep in. Um, you know, you could get into into bad habits at home. But we've we've uh, we've been proactive, and our players have been really professional. Um, you know, we've we, we've sort of got a log table, uh, so we set them sort of targets, fitness challenges, and they have to send in some of the work they do to our bike and assist. And uh, you know, based on what they're doing, uh, they go up or down the log table. Um, so uh, you know, they're holding each other accountable um, to what they're doing, and I think um, they've shown a good professional mindset and attitude about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they are ticking over, and I think when you're a when you're a professional. Uh, sportsman, you know, your body needs to move. Otherwise, um, you know, it can, your mind can start perhaps, you know, playing up a bit. So yeah. we keep encourage them on, uh, you know, regular basis, sending them new ideas, new fitness sort of things they can do, YouTube videos, what they can follow. We, we do a bit of analysis task for them. You know, we send them nutritional hints and, uh, we have some Zoom sort of meetings and house parties just to, <laughs> to see each other's faces, uh, yeah. and just to make sure, uh, you know, all uh, and everybody's in good health. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, it is. It is. It is not easy, and it does need a commitment and focus from mm-hmm. the players. Mm-hmm. Like you said, professional players. You know, coming to the party still. But I believe Mark van Heerden was the one who won. Um, was it a fitness challenge recently? Yes, that's correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, we've had a couple of ones. I've participated in one or two. But uh, did you win, coach? Past, no, I'm past my <laughs> days there. I have a lot of work to do. But uh, yeah, I've been keeping active myself. Uh, so yeah, it's been nice to to sort of me and my daughter sort of uh, doing some aerobic work every afternoon together. So that's also been fun. Mm-hmm. Have you been happy? Have you been happy with the way things have unfolded? Being back in the in in the PSO. Um, yes, Romy, I do believe, uh, you know, it was a short turnaround. Uh, the ownership of the club was only changed hands uh, 18 months ago, you know, the first season. Uh, we were fortunate uh, to get promoted. Um, so things happened really quickly and really fast uh, on all levels, both on the field and off the field. Uh, you know, our staff complement, um, you know, from about four or five full-time people, we went to about 16, 17 full-time staff mm-hmm. members. Uh, mm-hmm. We had to sort of you know, bringing uh, some experienced players to help guide the, the younger players uh, during this first season in the PSL. So a lot of changes took place. Um, and I think uh, it started difficult. Uh, we didn't get, uh, you know, off to a, a flying start. But, uh, you know, in reflection, that could perhaps have sort of been expected, considering where we came from. But I do think we've stabilized the, the team. We had a really good January window transfer. But, uh, you know, we probably was one of the teams that I felt done the, the best business in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I think we, we sort of have stabilized. Uh, obviously, you know, we're still only four points off uh, playoff position, but we're also only four or five points off uh, top eight position. So yeah. uh, the season is sort of in a thread whether it becomes a really good season if we can finish strongly or, you know, you don't want to get caught uh, in a dogfight with, uh, you know, two or three games left. Mm, so mm. still work to be done. Lots of work to be done, definitely. Coach, I'm going to ask you just to, to stay on the line. I'm going to yes. pay the bills. And when we come back, the listeners want to reach out. They want to ask you questions.
It is 15.42. You're on the touchline with me, Romy Titus, having a chat with coach Steve Barker of Stellenbosch FC. He is on the line at taking your questions on 060-584-2250. My question to coach is, uh, having played 24 games and only managed seven wins and lost 11 games, uh, I understand that much of the focus is on just uh, dealing with Corona at this point, but what does he think needs to be done in order to go back to that form that he had in January where they played five games and managed to win three games, which I think was the best performance of the season so far? Thank you so much there too, Sviso in Reimsach for that question. Coach? Yeah, thank you for the question. Um, I think, uh, Romy, it's just getting back to, you know, full focus. Um, uh, as the caller said, you know, obviously the focus is on, is, is on, on, on the lockdown and, and beating this uh, this virus. But when we return, uh, you know, we have uh, fortunately out of the six games, we've got four games uh, at home. Uh, we've got two away games against Pirates and Chiefs. So, you know, the home games are going to be critical for us. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, getting the players back up to sort of full sort of conditioning match fitness and match sharpness mm. uh, and just regaining the confidence and belief that uh, you know we had in, in that January period where we, we did get the you know we had a really good run and um, so it shows that we are capable of doing it um, we've just come off two very difficult games away to Maritzburg um, on a Friday night which notoriously is very difficult we lost that game and then we played Sundowns our last match which I felt uh, we, we really gave a good account of ourselves and were not uh, unfortunate not to at least get a point from the game so it's just basically getting back to to the belief and and, and the confidence uh, in our what we can achieve and and just really knuckling down and working hard to achieve our objective as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. How do you maintain mental fitness, if you will? Because it's one thing to physically be fit and and hit the pitch, but in a time like this, it's not like they're. I guess you have a, a mind trainer, right? You've got fitness trainers for physical fitness, but how do you keep the players' mindset? Uh, on positive for them not to take a dip. Um, it's it's probably the most difficult part, uh, Rami. It's, it's it's you know you you're not at the homes of the players. You you don't know their circumstances. You you know you don't know the spaces that they you know are confined to and that. Um, so what we we've done is we we divided our squad into uh, smaller groups um, of five or six players per sort of uh, staff member, coaches, um, the senior coaches, assistant coach, and. And that, and then we, what we do is, uh, we've got small WhatsApp groups with those smaller groups and, mm-hmm. uh, we liaise with them on a regular basis. So we chat to them, you know, individually as a group, we chat to them and we just ask how they're doing. And, uh, it's just basically keeping, you know, the motivation levels by just explaining to them that, uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done whenever we do get back. Um, and we have to come back stronger mentally than, than any other team uh, in terms of our preparation and what we need to achieve. But it is it is the most uh, it is Difficult. the most challenging part. Yeah, yes. yeah, I, I can imagine yeah. that because I mean, even for me, just having to be in the same space every day and do everything in it, I mean, is taxing. So I'm just thinking from an athlete's perspective, coach. Let's talk about the players that you have lost. I mean, Zungu joining Pirates, Boyd Young returning to the Netherlands. Also, why release them in the middle of a season um yes um you know and can you saw um and he had a bad clause in his contract um that if any club uh, uh you know he could they release him from his contract by buying him out of his contract so you know pirates uh, showed interest um and they sort of uh, 
trigger that uh, exit clause. Um, but yeah, we're happy for, for, for Zungu. He done a really fantastic job for us uh, in the national first division and also, um, you know, in the first half of the season, uh, play with great potential, uh, great ability. Um, he's been a lifelong fan of of, of uh, Pirates, so you know his dream has been fulfilled, and uh, we're happy that we can allow players, you know, that if they do need to move on to to you know other opportunities that they feel at the time is, is bigger for them, then uh, we we're happy for them. So in his case. Uh, uh, we are happy. And then, uh, boy, obviously, you know, he had a young family, just recently got married with a young daughter. Um, and uh, it was a difficult stage and a decision to make whether he should go back home because if he didn't, he wasn't sure about the lockdown and no flights and when he would be able to go home again. His family was concerned about him. He was concerned about his family back home. And, yeah, as a young family, he just felt that he needed to be back uh, in, in the Netherlands. And, uh, you know, again, we, we didn't hesitate uh, at this stage. Sometimes uh, other things are more important than football. Mm. Um, and we allowed him to, to be released from his contract. Um, he, yeah, he played a big part for us, and uh, we certainly will miss him in the, in the remaining six games. Coach, here's your next question from one of the listeners. Uh, just slowly getting there. Uh, we'll be with you in a sec. There we go. Just one question to Mr. Baka. Now, we had, uh, I think it was all about uh, the Christmas break in December. That is, that his job is on the line. Um, so, um, I don't know, man, is it true or is, was it just rumors? Especially, uh, I think it was when his team was on a rough patch. Uh, they were beaten left, right and center. So, were those uh, rumors uh, true that his job was on the line? Um, you know, this season we also heard that Norman Mapeza, who ended up coaching Chippewa United, uh, was going to uh, step in and coach Stellenbosch. You know, in the papers. So what's this rumor true? Thank you very much, uh, Ronnie. And please, you must tell the truth. <laughs> no pressure there, coach. You have to tell the truth. <laughs> Uh, Romy, no, um, there was no uh, truth in those rumours. Um, you know, I'm very privileged to work for a for a very stable club who who have uh, a long term uh, project, a long term plan. Uh, when they purchased the club, uh, as I said at the beginning of last season, uh, we had a five year sort of project to to be, and one of our strategic objectives is to be a successful PSL team um, within the five years. So, you know, we had wanted to get promotion in in, in around about the third. Uh, season and then consolidate ourselves so that by the fifth uh, year we are, we are achieving. Um, fortunately, as I said earlier, we got promoted uh, earlier than expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the club uh, have been fully behind uh, the players, fully behind myself. Um, you know, they do understand that it was never going to be easy. And even your second season, you know, the second year syndrome kicks in. It's, it's going to be another tough uh, season ahead, but there was never any um, doubt in terms of uh, management uh, fully backing myself and fully backing the players. So, mm-hmm. rumours will always be there in football, as you know. It's it's, it's part of the it's part of the game, and uh, you know we as coaches we learn uh, to become thick skinned and uh, get on with your job on a daily basis. You know you wake up every day, you go and you give the best that you can give to the club, and uh, yeah, this club is going places. Uh, I think uh, in years to come we're going to be a, a, a team that's uh, going to be challenging at the top end of the table. Uh, as opposed to where we are currently. Coach, those five years that you mentioned, was your name then in ink to be with the team for those solid five years? 
Hey, Romeo, I do. I had a four-year. I still have a four-year contract, so you know it, it is part of uh, the plan of the club that uh, they understand continuity is required. Um, so you know, but yeah, as you know, in football, uh, contracts uh, are there in place, but anything can happen. So we never, I never become complacent. Of you know, got to keep working mm-hmm. every day to mm-hmm. take the club forward, uh, and that's what we do. But uh, we have good, good backing behind the team, understanding uh, owners. Um, you know, we chat on a daily basis with my CEO, Mr. Rob Bernardi, who's based at Stellenbosch Academy of Sport. And uh, we're all on the same page and we know how to get to where we want to go. Um, but we also do understand that there will be obstacles that we need to overcome as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only, you know, the full responsibility on me, it's a responsibility of the club, the owners, the management, the staff, the players. Um, so we're in this together. Uh, and we just need to keep our focus and commitment uh, heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Going to uh, the next question from one of our listeners. Thank you, and thank you to the coach for coming through. Uh, my question to the coach was just around the players as well as just the team in terms of uh, where we find ourselves in terms of the coronavirus. Where does it think the team can play a role? I don't think they're playing a role in terms of staying at home and, and obviously not playing any games at the moment, but what more does it think? Thank you so much, Coach. Uh, yes, Romy, I think the players, uh, clubs uh, have a huge responsibility to, to spreading the message. Um, you know, we, it is difficult. We all understand and it is more difficult in many situations than, uh, you know, perhaps some of our players uh, understand. But I do believe uh, as long as we are portraying the message that the quicker we, you know, the more we adhere to the lockdown regulations, the quicker we can get back to normality. So. Mm. You know, uh, the football-loving uh, public uh, wanting football to continue, it, it, it takes a concerted effort of everybody to to adhere to, to the government and our leaders uh, in what they're asking us to do. Um, so players can play a role by sending out the message of positivity. We ourselves as a club uh, are doing a lot of community service in Stellenbosch, uh, in and around Stellenbosch, to, to people in need. Um, you know, our coaches, our our staff at the Stellenbosch Academy of Sport, plus some of the coaches based in Stellenbosch, um, you know, are delivering food parcels, are helping and assisting in that regard. Um, you know, the way I put it, uh, Romy, it, it might be a big statement what I'm saying, but, you know, uh, President Mandela, you know, he was in lockdown for, you, know, you could say, 27 wow. years yeah. to get our freedom. Um, so for us to be in lockdown for... Five, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it takes to get our freedom back, I think uh, it is something that we have to, um, um, you know, just adhere to and uh, stick to the rules. Mm-hmm. Goal scoring ratio at the club. Are you happy with that? I mean, Wasim Isaacs uh, seems to be uh, the, the, the go to person here. Um, yeah, we, we, we are not entirely happy with the amount of goals as, as a squad that we've we scored. Um, you know, we're wanting. To be scoring more goals, um, uh, Wasim has done really well. Ryan Moon is, is you know, chipped in with some goals. So is Ikram Rainers. Uh, and one's got to just remember, Romy, you know, Ikram Rainers, uh, both Wasim, they were playing National First Division for a number of years. Um, you know, they're still finding their feet fully at the top flight. Uh, Ryan Moon, uh, you know, he has experience at the highest level, but in terms of matches played and age, he's also, you know, still young and learning. So between the three, uh, they have uh, contributed to, to most of our goals. But it is an area that we want to 
to be better at and, and you know to continue to grow and work as a team because uh, goals win your football matches uh, and it's important for us to keep uh, improving in that area. Coach, I mean, there is a question that has come through and I'll ask it very quickly to you. I mean, the, uh, the listener wants to know if the league had to end uh, right now the way as it is, it is uh, and your thoughts on that. Um, yes, Romy, I, I think, you know, you, you can't avoid thinking of, of all different possibilities. Um, uh, in my opinion, if the league had to end uh, as it is, uh, I think the best uh, way forward would be to retain the 16 teams in the league, uh, find a way to, to promote two teams um, from from the National First Division, uh, play the league uh, as an 18-team league, whether it be for one or two years, uh, if, if next season you have to have three teams that get relegated to get back to 16, mm. um, then for me that would be the fairest way to do it. Uh, by promoting two NFD teams, it will also allow two teams from the SASA structures to then get promoted to the NFD. That would obviously be a challenge how they do it, but it would open the door for that. Um, so, yeah, that's my personal opinion, that uh, should the league be made null and void, um, that uh, no one gets promoted but uh, relegated, but we do find a way to promote uh, two of the teams. That, mm, that's mm. just my, my, my sort of thought on it. Saying that because you have been in the NFD, you know the struggles and what life is like there. Um, yes, I think that drives me every day to work uh, <laughs> in the past, <laughs> to work as hard as I can. Uh, Romy, it's, it's, a very, uh, it's a tough league, but I must say it is also a league that both as coaches and players, it's, it's a good schooling. Um, you know, if, if you are able to sort of be successful as a player and as a coach uh, in the National First Division, I think it, it does lay a good foundation uh, for you to kick on in, in the high league in the PSL. But yeah, now I want to stay far away as possible. <laughs> <laughs> coach, thank you. Thank you for your time on this Sunday uh, for chatting to us, answering our listeners' questions as well. We appreciate you and everything of the best. Stay safe. Thank you, Rami, and yourself. Be safe. Will do. Thank you so much. Coach Steve Barker there of Stellenbosch FC just spending some time with us. Day 24 of the lockdown. I'm pretty powerful what he says. If uh, our former president, uh, Nelson Mandela, can spend 27 years uh, in confinement for our freedom, uh, what is 24 days, right, for us to just stay healthy, stay safe and stay put um, uh, to fight uh, the coronavirus? So I hope we put things into perspective there for you in terms of what is happening at Stelly's. And uh, thank you. Thank you for the questions coming through. I see them thick and fast as well. Apologies for not getting to every single one of them. But Luca Mal is up next. If it is that you have something to ask, now is the time to send through your message on our WhatsApp number 60